Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. The stress and anxiety of the COVID-19 pandemic can be felt everywhere by everyone as people transition into a new normal. This can be especially hard on children who don't quite understand what's going on. We're joined by Melissa Beard today. She is a child and adolescent therapist with Growing Roots Therapy. She'll help us find ways to talk to our children about the pandemic and give us ways to support the new feelings and emotions that our children may be experiencing. And that's today on Connections. Today's guest is Melissa Beer. She is a child and adolescent therapist with Growing Roots Therapy. Melissa, we're going through something very interesting, so surreal for us as parents. That is already challenging just for us, but for our children and the children out there, this this whole new world of the virus, that's what we call it in our household, a lot of children don't understand. So first of all, for those who haven't already, how do we introduce our children to this new situation in a way that they'll understand? Yeah, it's really important to name it and talk about it because obviously our children know that something is very different. Their daily routines are very different and it can be scary when they make a story in their head about what that is. So giving them just brief facts that it's a virus, it's making lots of people sick and we're doing our best job and the helpers, the healthcare people are doing their best job to keep everyone safe and that's why we're staying home ourselves safe. How much detail do you really go into? I know that I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old and pretty much what you said is what I've told my kids, but what about uh, older children out there? So older children will have more questions and will have more kind of a cognitive capacity to understand that. So give those older kids a little bit more what it's called. I know my five-year-old knows. He'll say coronavirus. We don't have coronavirus here at home. So they're already picking up on those things. So uh, give them what they can. Um, I'll give some links at the end of some really good stories and videos um, that can help explain that to kids uh, as well as we link those for you because it's hard to have all the words as parents. And even as child therapists, uh, as our team, we're struggling with it too. So we want to give you some tools. Melissa, I know once I introduced the virus, as we like to call it in our household, to my kids, my daughter, who has been very independent her whole five years on this earth, was then absolutely terrified. She now needed me that much more. What do we do in situations like this where now uh, a child that was perfectly fine is now regressing and is scared? Yeah, well, it's really normal that we're going to see those kinds of regressions in our kids, clingy stuff, whiny stuff. For our older kids, just maybe more emotional about things that um, they'd normally be able to cope with. And I think just think of it as how we're feeling, right? Inside, we're feeling like, whoa, everything's kind of mixed up. I'm not sure how to do this as a parent. So they're feeling all those vibes from us. And just be really gentle with yourselves and with them and meet their meet their needs. If they need a little bit of extra love and care right now, need extra snuggles, just give that. And just, we can't assure them totally that nothing bad is going to happen, right? We'd love to be able to give that certainty that nothing bad is going to happen, but that's not really the truth. And so I just focus on that we're doing things to keep ourselves safe, others, healthcare workers doing things to keep themselves safe, the whole world, the whole province right now, all uh, everyone's just working together and focus on the hope, right? Focus on the hope and all the good things that are happening to kind of replace some of those scary thoughts for them. So I guess really, Melissa, when it comes to the fears and the situations that we're feeling, it really reflects on our kids. How can we prevent our children from feeling all of those emotions that we are dealing with? And I think just gentleness as parents. I know, as I said, there's a team of three of us here at Growing Roots Therapy, and we felt all of those things, right? Our lives have been disrupted as parents. Um, we're like, what are we going to do with childcare? 
How am I going to work from home? All of those things. So just be really gentle, um, but also be cautious not to sh- overshare, right? So turn that news media off. Don't have it running, 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 running constantly and checking. If you're having uh, conversations at home with a partner uh, about what to do about childcare and how this is impacting them and the numbers of the day, try to refrain from having those conversations in front of them and try to just model healthy coping. Things like dance parties, moving our bodies, drawing, coloring, doing things that bring us joy, uh, as well as that connection time. Lots of kids will need a lot of more extra physical uh, connection, hugs, kisses, all that, because it's really regulating to calm their stressed out brains. You say it's important for our kids to connect. I know my kids earlier in the week connected with some of their friends using the Messenger app, and I thought it would be a great idea, but unfortunately my three-year-old, uh, by the end of the conversation, was so upset that after we hung up, he screamed his friend's name for 20 minutes. We ended up having to call that friend back to calm him down. He just, he couldn't understand why he can't hang out with his friends. So how do we help our our youngest, the younger kids figure out what's going on? Yeah, I think that's hard because really at, you know, two, three years old, they really can't, right? So um, again, just explaining it to them like they would understand uh, and providing them lots and lots of love and just validating. It's really hard when we can't see our friends. It's really sad when we can't go to school. It's really hard when we have to miss our birthday party. Um, and just really allowing them to have whatever feelings they're having without punishment um, because often we see that as a behavior and it's just their reaction to this really abnormal thing that really hasn't happened in anyone's lifetime, this kind of thing, so that their feelings are okay and just help soothe those feelings uh, for them when they have them. And then keep building connections in fun little ways. I hear people doing snail mail, getting that going again, or dropping a package if it's safe to do so on someone's step. Uh, I know I had my little guy go through some toys and books that he thought might be interesting to uh, some of his cousins, and then we're going to pass those along and leave them on the step. Those kind of things to keep us busy and build connection um, when we're not having those. What about parents that are afraid of seeing their children regress and they don't know how to handle the situation? Well, it's hard, and that's their own parents' stress, right? Especially if we talk about sleeping and eating and all those things that we work really hard to have, really awesome routines for our kids. And routine is safe and predictable, and we've just taken that all away from our kids. So I think trying to establish routine as you can at home that works for you and works if you're working from home or doing those things. I think lots of people are under financial stress. So just trust that you're doing your best and no child needs a perfect parent. Uh, they just need those good enough parents. And I, I know parents are working so hard right now. So be gentle with yourself uh, and reach out to other parents, uh, even if you can't be with them physically, uh, whoever your supports would be. And just know that this will pass and routine will come again when it comes and we will all get through that. And really focus on that kind of thinking. If we think, oh, my, my kid's going to regress and this is so terrible and everything's terrible, that kind of thinking is really damaging and really stressful for us. So changing the way we think about things as parents can help. Think of this as an opportunity to connect with your kids, to do things differently, to do some things that you maybe always wanted or craved to do and have never had the time to do. So I've been hearing a lot from people that instead of making this one of the most scariest moments that our children remember in their life, that we make it one of the most memorable moments that they can eventually share with their children and grandchildren down the road. Totally, totally. I was reflecting on that myself. 
Um, we don't need our children to remember like every detail and how many cases we had and this big, bad, scary virus. Uh, and I was thinking of my own coping and I remember the flood of 97. Um, and I remember my dad walking to get uh, a movie and bringing it home. And I'm thinking that's what I remember of the flood of 97. So let's give our kids those moments the best we can, not 24 hours a day, um, but just focus on the connection, the things we can do instead of all the things we can't do. And that's what our kids are going to be remembering. Memory starts to develop. So those kids that are two or three don't really know what's going on. They're going to have very, very vague memories of these, but our older kids will have very, very uh, distinct memories of those. I've heard of people making uh, a journal or a photo journal of some of those things of what they're doing during these days and think about all the warm, fuzzy things that are happening um, instead of all the big, scary things that are happening. It's something we can't avoid for families that may experience someone who catches COVID-19. How do we deal with the emotions and the feelings that our children may experience during this time? It's scary and it's and it's sad and it's heartbreaking uh, and it's real. And so, again, um, I would say that children, um, you know, especially three and up, they're going to know. They're going to know if something happens. Um, so it's real, uh, to be real with them, but also just allow them to have any emotions that are related to that. Uh, allow them to ask questions, knowing that we might not always have the answers to those questions. Um Talking, lots of people, you know, scared. Uh, the fear of dying is a really real fear uh, for kids. Uh, will I get it? Those kinds of things. And just let them speak or draw about that and just listen. And it's okay not to have all the answers. Now you were saying that there's a bunch of resources out there and uh, videos and little things to introduce your children to COVID-19. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, So uh, the Kids Help Phone has a whole section on their website uh, all related to this and answering questions. Um, We put together on our Growing Roots uh, therapy site some of the best and synthesize them for you. Um, There is a a video we have linked there that's called The Yucky Bug, and it's a social story uh, about uh, how uh, this virus is working to kind of give more sense. I think that would be helpful for your younger crew. Um, as well as a story, a social story about uh, being superheroes and our superpower right now to help everyone is to stay home. Uh, those are really amazing ones. And I just love the kindness and all the sharing of amazing educational resources um, that are just floating around online. People are really banding together to just support. Um, I would say we're united in this isolation and uh, let's let kids see that. And like you said, it's changed people. It may be a very scary time, but there's a lot of positive that's also coming out of this. Yeah, and I think, again, we don't want to, um, you know, say everything will be fine. I mean, this is big and scary and serious. This is real. Um, and our kids know that. So we don't need to gloss over that. We need to validate that, but also focus on the hope, right? I've seen awesome things. And I know we're going to be putting in our growing roots uh, window um, some teddy bears and some hearts. There's all kinds of, like, community art and people turning their Christmas lights on and people sharing and a really humbling of humanity uh, in a beautiful way. Uh, and let's teach our kids about that, what it means to be good humans. Before we go, we want to learn more about growing roots therapy and, and how you got involved. Yeah, so Grinders Play Therapy is a Winnipeg and Stonewall-based play therapy clinic. So we treat children uh, on the daily with uh, emotional, behavioral, family pieces, anxiety, just support for families and parent coaching. So this is what we do every day. Um, 
And now we're in this pandemic um, supporting people as we can. Uh, well, we're all coping with this as parents. So we're, we're play therapists. We work uh through play, so we've had some challenges in service delivery, and we've been adapting. Uh, so currently, we're offering uh, online uh, counseling and parent coaching uh, as we are able with our own child care situations and working from home. Um, but we're really passionate about children's mental health and family well-being, and we operate around the ideas of attachment and creating healthy relationships with kids. So there's three of us there, and we're there to support you and putting out some free resources for you during this time as well. What really drew you into this career? Yeah, well, I think for myself, I'm with a team, uh, and uh, I've always been a natural helper, a connector. I'm really driven by uh, the values of connection and, and love, and that those are things that can really heal. Uh, and they've helped me in my own life uh, in healing and with my own mental health and wellness. And I just, I love children and I, I like to hang out with them. And, and truthfully, not being able to have kids in my playroom right now yeah, is hard. And uh, screens are screens, but we're connecting as we can. And I, I can't wait to be back in the playroom with my kiddos. For those who want to learn more about Growing Roots Therapy, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, so uh, you can visit us uh, either on Instagram, Growing Roots Play Therapy, or online on our website, www.growingrootstherapy.ca. And we have a blog there that links to all the resources that I've spoken about today. And we'll be pushing out some more resources to help you uh, and some lives, question and answer things on Instagram to help you get through this time. And I think children's well-being and mental health are, are really real. And as parents, we don't always know what to do. I know as a parent, sometimes I don't always know what to do. So all information is helpful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Melissa. If you want to listen to the whole conversation, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.